Hey guys, it is early Saturday, 7 o'clock, December the 21st, nearing the holidays. I am going to do a podcast on, I wanted to do this and someone just tweeted me about it. Then I'm taking off soon. So I said, okay, you know what? I'll do this. Lessons um, from my mother. I always refer to her as like America's gangster. Like my mom is so like fearless, doesn't care about anything, anybody. And I mean, the kind of stuff that I saw her do as a kid and say um, has sort of had a huge influence on who I am. And I have so many lessons from my mom, but just off the top, because that's how I do these. I don't think too much about it. And I'm pretty sure after I do it, I'll think of a hundred other things, but 10 lessons from my mother. Number one, you know, she would always say to me, I would get invitations to stuff and I used to be really shy. I nobody, I know it's hard to believe that today, but I used to be really, really shy and I didn't want to go to people's parties and events because I was just too shy. And my mom would always tell me, if you're not going to go to Kelly's party, then you aren't, you can't have one because I'm not going to allow you to not support other people, but then expect other people to support you, which I don't know why that still sticks with me. And so as often as I can, I attempt to go to a lot of things that I'm invited to that I that I would want that person to support me whether I want to go or not because it's very easy I get very like tired I'm tired right now shoot I get very tired and I'm like oh I don't really want to go but I always remember my mom telling me that as a kid I remember I had to be like six or seven like if you don't want to go to somebody else's party or somebody else's birthday whatever then don't expect for people to want to come and 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 shake it up with you because that's not cool. So if you don't go to any parties, you're not having one. Loved it. Number two, my mother would always make me speak and speak to everyone. And I know that a lot of people are like, I mean, that's a no brainer, but my mom, I would walk in a room and I remember, you know, I would say, oh, you know, I was very shy and my mom would stop the room. Like she would stop the conversation flow when, when I entered a room as, as a kid and she would be like, did you speak? Like, did you acknowledge every single person in this room? And I remember looking at her like, is it really that serious, mom? Like, you know, it's, I mean, I'm here. She, my mom, and I would be sitting there and I'm like, yeah, she, did you speak to so-and-so? Did you, and then I would look and, and she's like, well, she didn't hear you. And I remember being like, oh my God. But, and so I was like, hi, Sandra. She was like, hi, Sandra, how are you? And I'm like, hi, Sandra, how are you? Small lesson, but I see so many people do it, walk into rooms, don't acknowledge, don't speak. And sometimes I know it gets busy, it gets crazy, and you don't always get a chance to do it. And in the age of social media, where you're like, do I really know this person? Should, should I? Should I not? But I try to make an effort um, to do that as often as I can. Number three, she would say, never date a friend's ex. I don't care how many years they've been broken up or not talking or whatever. There are too many men out there for you to do that. And it's more about the signal that you're sending to the man about you um, versus, you know, any, she feels like a woman that would betray her friend, you know, who would openly do something like that just sets, it's just not a great place to start. And she's, I mean, there are exceptions to every rule, but that was just something that she would say, like, you know, be a good girlfriend. Being a good girlfriend is like that loyalty. You know, loyalty is a lifestyle. Once my girl talks, he's off limits. Once you have that, um, it helps you with your friendships in life. I dig that. Um, never, number three is, is funny. She would always say, you know, never ask permission for anything that you don't need to. So 
I remember I would be talking to her on the phone. I'm like, yeah, I was going to ask if I could take tomorrow, ask my boss if I could take tomorrow off work. And she's like, ask for what? And I'm like, because I should, she's like, you don't ask for things like that. What you do is you go to work tomorrow and you say, I won't be able to come in on such and such day. That's enough. Like you don't ask someone if you can do that. You let people know what you can and cannot do. And I remember being like, sheesh, but she was serious. So, you know, if you, if you're doing things, it's not like, Hey, do you think I can get this Friday? I was like, I'm unavailable on Friday. Um, boom, moving on. Like, you know, I just want to make sure that there's somebody to cover my position. I just wanted to let you know. And I've been doing that since I started working and it works. Um, number four, since I was a small kid, handwriting is the first impression that someone has of you. And as I've gotten older, my handwriting, I mean, it's still good, but I move so fast. But as a kid, she'd say, you know, in a pile of homework, when you're turning your homework in and the teacher is going through, what do you think she's going to notice? You know, what, what, what do you think your handwriting is going to say about you? And so I'd ask her to drop me off at the library. This is back when you could drop kids off and people weren't stealing them. She dropped me off six, seven, eight, nine years old. And I would be in the library, in the kids section, getting handwriting books, perfecting my handwriting because she said, that's your first impression. And every in every class and every chance that you get to turn in homework, you want to always have the most spectacular homework in, in the pile. And it, it's true. Um, number five, my mom's always like, have fun. She is the funniest human being I know. She always is cracking jokes. Like, you know, we always just joke on each other. She's always like, we want to do some shots. She loves to dance. And my mom always reminds me to just live a little bit lighter. I can be very serious. I can be very, very, very serious. And my mom's always just like, come on, my lady, live a little, live a lot. Uh, that part's cool. Number six, she's always, it's so funny. She always is like, you know, put your MF and pieces on. Like, don't ever care about the way you look and care about the way you put your clothes on. You know, get dressed. There is so much, um, there is so much that is said about a woman who gets dressed. So I, I like to get dressed. And I know that my mom, every time she sees that I'm like dressed cool, she's like, she just screams. She loves it. Um, number seven is, is, is definitely America's gangster. You know, if you say something to or about someone that would cause them to hit you in the mouth, you need to think about that before you say it. So if you are going to say something rude and disrespectful about somebody, you need to ask yourself, if this person hit me in the mouth, would I be okay with that? And if I'm not okay with that, I probably shouldn't say it. But if I'm going to say it, I need to be prepared to get hit. And that's just kind of how she would always say how to govern what comes out of your mouth. Um, number eight, she always would say when choosing a man, think about the kind of father he, he'll be because relationships in the parenthood should and never does. And so that is something that I always am considering while dating is what kind of man, what kind of father this guy would be because my parents are divorced, but my mom is always like, I picked a great father. He is someone who wanted kids, begged me to have kids and is in your life, insists on being in your life. He definitely is an accent. So she's just like, you know, you, you should pick someone that you know is going to be present as a father, whether you guys stay together or not. That is so important for the children. I think that's very smart. Nine, she would always say, never shrink yourself. Show up and show out. You're small. I'm five two. She's small. She's even shorter than me. And she would just always say, when you walk into a room, own it. I don't care who's in it. I don't care who's supposed to be better than you in it. Like I never forget 
I was telling my mom that there was some girl that was saying something to me and I was like, well, you know, she's tough because they, you know, everybody says she's tough because she's from Philly. And my mom was like, I don't care. She was like, this is so bad. So kids cover your ears. She's like, I don't care. Bitches from Philly can get their ass kicked too. I mean, mom's like, doesn't care. She's just always like, I don't care what it is, where you are, boardroom, street, wherever, never shrink. I love that. And finally, she would just always encourage me to do it anyway. She's like, my league, if you know what you want to do with your life and you know that you love something, whether I or your father or people, anybody understands it or not, is not your problem. Follow your heart, chase your dreams all the time. And she would just always say that. I remember I'd be talking to her and I'm like, well, people don't get it. And she's like, you know what, my league, even if I don't get it, so what? You have to live your life. And that's what she would always say. You have to live your life in the way that you see fit. And so I always kind of I loved her for that and respected her for encouraging me to always be myself whether people understood me or not whether she understood me or not and you know she always jokes that her friends always say my week does whatever she she wants to do my does whatever she wants to do and I'm like she does she always she said she always has but it's difficult to say anything to her because she has always taken care of herself so I take care of myself. I'm not, you know, hurting or harming anyone. And that just about sums it up. We are just about at Christmas. I hope you all have a fabulous Christmas. I'll be checking and seeing what you're doing on Instagram. Um, I'll be in the sun, 79 degrees in Los Angeles. Um, so I'm packing shorts. Have a good one.